Thank you, gracious Lord. Thank you, Lord. This day we are alive to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Once again, thank you, Lord. Eternal God, we thank you that in your mind you have purpose, Lord, to make a people for yourself. To create a nation, a holy nation, Lord, of people of every tribe, every color, every background across this earth. You've called an ecclesia out of the world, a church, one body that has been created through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The one who suffered on the cross and the church was born through your side. Hallelujah. The blood that came, the blood in the water, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, what can we do to give you glory but to lay our lives down, Lord, present our bodies a living sacrifice to you, holy and acceptable unto you, Lord, which is, Lord, our reasonable service. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, O Father. You've allowed us to glorify you another day on this side of eternity. Help us to be exceedingly humbled by that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you traded our sorrows for your joy. You traded our shame, Lord, for dignity that comes from you. We're attached to the royal King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Lord, we were poor. We were wretched, naked, Lord. We were, Lord, out of the way. But you came into our hearts and gave us purpose and meaning. But not only that, Lord, not just an idea or a creed. You came and imparted life, hallelujah, into these rotten bones, hallelujah. Into these dry bones you gave life, hallelujah. With one mouth we will glorify the living God, the God and Father of all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, this is the day that we acknowledge the Father of spirits, hallelujah, the living God, hallelujah. Without you, we have nothing, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are the most high, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. El Elyon, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. El Shaddai, hallelujah. The all-sufficient God. Jehovah Jireh, hallelujah. The Lord, our provider, our banner. Thank you, Lord. Our victory. Thank you, Jesus. El Shema, Lord, you are our peace, O oh God. We're torn apart, Lord, many times in the course of a single day, Lord. with so many things coming against us. But, Lord, you are there to help us. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Long ago, you told your people, I am the Lord your God. Beside me, there is no other. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We know who our father is. Hallelujah. I know who my daddy is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have the DNA of the divine blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil cannot stop the children of God because God is there for them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When we're at the end of our rope, Lord, when all hell breaks loose and the devil is up to no good, mischief, you're a God who sees, hallelujah. 
God of mercy, I love you, Lord. We love you, Lord, because you have heard my voice and my supplication. Hallelujah. All our petitions are brought to the Father, the Father, the Father, who directs all things. Hallelujah. Who sent the Son of his love to die on the cross for us. We bless the name of the Almighty Father, who sent the Holy Spirit to comfort us. Oh, God takes good care of us. Hallelujah. He never leaves us as orphans. Hallelujah. We're never left to our own devices. Thank God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. Father, you tell us to look for you. That's all you say. To look for you. To call upon the Lord. And you said, Lord, you will answer those who call upon you. In truth, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're the Father, not the luckiest people. There's no such thing as fate or luck. We are the people of the favored destiny. Hallelujah. We have grace upon grace. Hallelujah. Not just grace, but grace on top of grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I bless your name, Lord. You took us out of bondage, O oh Lord. Lord, none of us can know how to be earthly fathers apart from the ultimate example, the pattern in heaven. Hallelujah. The living God, the living Father. Thank you, Lord. You are so good, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, the enemy of our souls, this Satan, this Satan. Lord, this devil, this dragon, this old serpent will spew venom. And Lord, try to move people against the Most High. Try to malign your character. But Lord, you are who you are. Hallelujah. You are the truth, Lord. You are love supreme. Hallelujah. And Lord, anyone who wants to know the truth about who you are need only turn to look at you, Lord, through the face of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they'll see love. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, Lord, in the human courts, in this human realm, Lord, People are meted out justice, and often they're not given a second chance. People are wrongly implicated, Lord. And Lord, people who deserve more mercy are not even considered. But when we go to you, Lord, we see mercy and grace waiting. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You take us out of the dunghill, Lord, the lowest place, and you see this with the princes of your people. Who am I? Who am I that the God of all the earth should pay me mind? Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Thank you, Jesus. From the mouths of infants, Lord, you receive praise. You've ordained it that you may still the enemy, the avenger. Great are you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, this day is a day to celebrate you. Hallelujah. The living God. Thank you, Father. Lord, none of us who are human fathers can ever measure up apart from your grace, Lord. We don't know. We cannot do it, Lord. But through you, all things are possible. Lord, people who have failed in this fatherhood, Lord, that you granted graciously, can go to you for a second chance. 
And Lord, you are God who erases the past. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, you're the only one who will freely receive your children, Lord, and forgive us. And those who have been hurt, oh Lord, the fathers who walked after the flesh brought damage and death. I thank you, Lord. You step in and you turn their attention to you. The God who can heal every wound. The God who's always there. Lord, you make an appointment. You don't leave us waiting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we may have been abandoned by people, but never by the Almighty God. Hallelujah. You're with us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. One God, one Father. We bless your holy name. I pray that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would just help us to empty ourselves completely of our notion of Father's Day. That the Spirit of God may do a mighty work in the dads here, as well as the moms and the families, the children. Hallelujah. We want to know the love of God that surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. I want to know the height, the depth, the breadth, the length of this eternal love. The love that set us free. Thank you, Lord. 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 In Jesus' name we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. As I was coming here on the way, even though we had the pre-service prayer, we prayed again. We need to take a few moments, truly. This great God whom we glorify through the Lord Jesus Christ, to whom we have access by one spirit, the Bible says, in the divine trinity, each of the members of the Godhead are given glory and we're called to give them glory. But everything points to the Father from whom the Son proceeded from whom the Spirit came. The one who plans everything. The one who purposed your life and my life. Who knew us way before we were born. He didn't just know five details or 300 details. He knows everything. And yet, with all that we've done wrong, God says, come near to me. I will restore you to what I purposed for you from the beginning. Oh, thank you, God. Take a few moments to think about your heavenly Father. As I think about my heavenly Father, no matter what we face, and we think life has dealt us a bad deck of cards, as they say. We've been given the short end of the stick. We've been the underdog. We've been lacking. Have you ever felt that way? I have. Anytime there's some kind of failure, whether it's in health or education or finances or relationships, you just think about your life for a moment to get the perspective. And we think about the goodness of God through every one of those situations. We didn't come out automatically. We didn't come out because, you know... You take the good with the bad, and sometimes you have to take a lot of the bad, but a good day will come. There'll be light at the end of the tunnel. These are nice sayings. 
But who can deliver that promise? Only the living God. The God who said, God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. Hallelujah. God is light. He is light. He gives light to our lives. Hallelujah. So we don't stumble the way the world is stumbling, and we used to stumble. No more stumbling. We walk uprightly and steadily through Calvary. Hallelujah. Into our eternal home when our mission is complete. God is so good. Take a few moments in utter silence in your own heart. Thank your Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Tender-hearted Father, every time we cried, man, woman, or child, every single time, the Father has wiped away our tears, every single time. I have not had one experience in all my Christian journey that I found the Father missing. He was not a missing Father at all. Always present. Hallelujah. He's omnipresent. It's true. He's everywhere, but He's especially present to be there for His children. Hallelujah. Anytime, day or night, we can call upon our Father. He's right there. Hallelujah. Oh, we love you, Lord. Let's worship the Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We can't live without you, Lord. Abba, we love you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You've been good to us, Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Even when the Son of God was hanging on the cross, and he said, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was not forsaken. Hallelujah. For the moment, so that God would not forsake us, he had to endure that. But he knew as he prayed the high priestly prayer in John 17. And as he told Philip in the Gospel of John, I and my Father are one. Father, glorify me with the glory we had before the foundation of the world. And Lord, I glorified your name and I'll glorify it again. Hallelujah. This glory to the living God, that same God. He's so powerful. He's so loving. He's so tender. He's so firm and resolute when he makes up his mind to make something beautiful of our lives. Hallelujah. He doesn't back out. Hallelujah. God completes what he started. Hallelujah. My hope is in the living God, not in flesh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. My heavenly Father wants me to be like Him. My heavenly Father wants me to be like Him. Not like my brother, not like my closest friend. But my heavenly Father wants me to be like Him. My heavenly 
Father, he wants me to be like him. My heavenly Father wants me to be like him. Not like my sister. Not like my sister. Not even like my closest friend. But my heavenly Father, he wants me to be like him. Oh, I'm going to be like him, full of love. I'm going to be like him, holiness. I don't care what the world may say, but I'm going to be like him. Oh, I'm going to be like him. Have you made up your mind? I want to be just like my father. I'm going to be like him. And I don't care what the world may say, but I'm going to be like him. How is the father? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 48, he said, your heavenly father is perfect. And I want you to be like him. Be like your heavenly father. We think that this is so high. This is such an impossible thing to be like the Father. He's perfect. But Jesus Christ, who is the express image, he's the actual representation of the Father, the invisible God manifest visibly. He said, and he directed us and commanded us, I want you to be perfect like your Father in heaven. When we hear those words, we need to understand this is coming from the Lord. And if he says something like that, that means surely we can be like him. We have to keep our eyes on the Father. As long as we have our eyes on the Lord and on the commandment that he's given, we begin to understand, how is this Father? Why is he perfect? Is it just because he doesn't make mistakes? According to Matthew chapter 5, you can look at the whole Sermon on the Mount including the rest of the chapter. And you'll see one feature standing out. One quality that is so conspicuous, so clear. You know what that is? L-O-V-E. That's the quality of the Father. Jesus is simply saying, I want you to imitate him. Ephesians chapter 5, the same thing. It says, be imitators of God. Many times in Scripture when it says God, it's referring to the Father. We can see it in the context. Jesus Christ is God. The Holy Spirit is God. But there are specific times in the Scriptures when God directs the writers, the holy men who pen these Scriptures, to say, I want you to give glory to the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ to whom we have access by the Spirit. We need to understand that. It's very, very important. Sometimes we can have a, a mixed-up image of God, confusion, and we don't know, should I pray to the Father, to Jesus, to the Spirit? Should I think about the Father? If I think about the Father, am I giving less respect to Jesus now? No such thing. However... Specific times, the Holy Spirit himself 
will cause us to pray according to the word and say, Abba, Father. Jesus is not the Father. The Father is not Jesus. The Spirit of God is not Jesus and He is not the Father. And the Father and the Son are not the Spirit. However, the Scripture says clearly, all three are one. And the one is not just a tri-unity, but it's a trinity. What is the difference? You can have three people up here and say, we're gathered together, we agree together, and we even have one purpose and one mind. It's beyond that. The so-called Christian cults out there who have been created by the, the devil with all of his schemes and lies, they come and they try to pass off the Trinity as a tri-unity, and you have God the Father, then you have a lesser God, then you have no spirit. That goes completely against the scripture. No wonder all of these confusions come in. Well, I can't celebrate my birthday, I can't serve in the army, and I, I can't ever uh, get my sins forgiven. I don't know if there's a heaven, if I'm going to make it. I have to be among the 144,000, and who knows who's going to be in that group. And another cult, you know, Satan is the half-brother of Jesus, Lucifer. Christian so-called cults, Jehovah's Witness, Mormons, Christian science, mass confusion. For us, it's not just a matter of semantics or, you know, this is a nice little creed I have, and this is what I've been taught. It's beyond that. If I don't know who my father is, think about the world. When children don't know who their daddy is, what happens to them predominantly? They lose their way in life most of the time. Because they don't know. How am I supposed to be as a man or even a daughter or a child? They have no reference point. How much more spiritually when we don't know our father like we should? Now we are growing... We will continue to grow in the knowledge of our Father until we get to heaven. We will have all eternity to glory in Him. But Jesus said, on that day, we will see Him face to face. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see Jesus. Matthew 5, 8 says they shall see God. They shall see God. The one who had to cover himself when he passed by with his presence, and Moses was in the cleft of the rock. And he said, if you see my face, you're going to die on the spot. You can't take the glory. So he passed by, covered his face, and then he removed his hand. And Moses just got a glimpse of it, and he was trembling. Jesus said, no one has seen the Father except the Son. And Philip said, Show me the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's the physical manifestation of the invisible God. But when we get to know God from our hearts, intimately, then we begin to change. We begin to love. It's written in the scriptures, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and full of mercy. Now, there's a clear-cut description of the nature of God, and Jesus is saying, imitate that. It's not just for dads here today and those listening, but it's for moms 
for sons and daughters. When we're all in the family of God, we look at God the Father, we see with all that power, this is the essence of God, love. So much so that in the epistle of John it says God is love. Not just light. Light seems impersonal. Yeah, I need a flashlight, I need to know my way, but who's with me to hold my hand? That's love. Light is just, I'm clearing the way so you can walk. But what if I can't walk anymore? Love will stay with you through thick and thin. When we're in the pit, like Joseph was in the pit, the father's heart was breaking. That means that every time you and I were suffering in any way, the father's heart was breaking. You know why? Because he's love. Jesus is saying, do you know your father? This is who he is. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. But he didn't stop there. All through his ministry, he kept saying, the Father, the Father, the Father. I always do those things that please the Father. Father, that the world may know that you love me and I love you. Love is the highest thing we can ever attain to. And yet we find ourselves in this world with so much of confusion and tension, and we feel like we've lost that divine love. And then God brings us back. And he says, if you come back to me, humble yourself. I will take that bitterness out, that anger out. I'll take that, that hurt out, and i give you a new start. And today, even though we like to say every Christmas, every New Year especially, any day, God is ready. He's asking, are you ready? Today could be the day that God restores hope. You know, when you're in a bad frame of mind, a bad mood, things have hurt you, and you build a wall, and you know this thing is haunting you, it's gnawing at your conscience, and you try to do different things. You may try to cook, you may try to walk, travel, you may try to do other things, but there's something going on inside. And it's the Holy Spirit whom the Father has sent to come and fix that. In an instant, God can set things straight. So God is love, but He also has all the power to change your heart and mind and your emotions. Aren't we so blessed? We have such a Father that not only says, hey, this is the right thing to do. This is my righteous decree, my law. And you've fallen far short of it. But he says, I'm going to show you how to come back. And I have the ability to fix you right now. How many of you have been changed in an instant? You have been hardened in your heart. You have been bitter. You've been hurt. And you thought, this is going to take days. This may take weeks and months, maybe years. The hurt is so deep. And I'm so angry. And I'm, I'm so upset about what they did to me whoever it is. And I don't think I can get over this. You know what? I'm not getting over this until they come and apologize to me. That's the wall that we're building. And God comes. All of a sudden, God is able to bring that wall down and we're free like we ever were. That's the power of God. During the night, during the day. 
when all of those things are built up and we feel caged again in bondage, God comes and says, I can set you free immediately. So this new day, this Sunday, this first day of the week and this Father's Day, remember your Heavenly Father loves you. Remember that He has the power to transform your heart and mind and circumstance. See, if we have the circumstance changed, but the inner attitude is not changed, we will find ourselves in the same wilderness again. There's no question about it. But if our hearts are changed, the wilderness that became a paradise will never go back to the wilderness. Amen? We can go on in the promised land and bless, be blessed with everything God has for us. It's Satan that comes and he has this box and he says, well, this is how much money you have in the bank. So if you are not careful, you're going to fall behind. And he puts that thought into the heart. And he begins this worry syndrome. This is how that person treated you last time. So chances are, when you see them again, you're going to have the same old ugly feeling. He injects these thoughts. This is how you did last time in school. So if you go back, this is how it's going to be again. He's failure prone. He's a liar. God says the opposite. God says, I'll take you from the dunghill, from the lowest point. Not only take you out of that low point and make you to dust yourself off and then brave yourself, you know, brave the cold, as they say, Stand up straight like a soldier and walk right through that, gritting your teeth. He says, I'm going to seat you with the princes of my people. If that's not a rags to riches story of the highest order, I don't know what is. God sees us in our low estate. That's what Mary said. You've seen me, your handmaiden, Lord, in my low estate. Now all women shall call me blessed. How did that happen to a, a teenage girl or thereabouts who is a nobody? This is our Father. He sees me. He sees you. All the tears you cried, especially when nobody was around. Every tear. David said, Lord, you've taken my tears and you've put them in a the bottle. That means every tear is precious to God. It's not just a metaphor. It's not just something nice, poetically, you know. That's nice to think, you know. Like Valentine's Day, you know, here's a rose. And, well, I appreciate the thought. No. God delivers when He says He loves you. Hallelujah. When He says, I'm watching you, I'm making the way clear for you, He means it. A little background of the nature of God with those words. We can go into the Scriptures. Ephesians, Corinthians especially, John, and we can see that one God, one Lord, one baptism, one body, one faith, one Father. The Bible points to that again and again. We have one Father, and that one Father is completely interested in our welfare. And He will provide for us, protect us, and make sure we finish the mission that He has for us. 
The dad who gives the child anything he or she wants doesn't institute discipline and say you have to do some chores. You have to study at a certain time. Maybe thought of as loving by the child, but we know that's not a good dad. The child will grow up spoiled in a very real sense of the term. Rotten is probably a better term. Entitlement. Somebody says, I'd like to give you a ride. And all of a sudden the mentality is, you should give me a ride. Somebody says, I'll give you $5 from my own wallet because I see you don't have a meal. Thank you, but there's a mentality that's not from God sometimes that we get used to it. We forget about grace. You know, when we're right with God, we'll be right with people. When we're right with God and we really know what He's done for us, and we really understand when He dispenses grace into my life, He's told me and He's told you through the Word. He wants you to have the same attitude toward other people. Otherwise, it's like the man Jesus said in the parable, He was forgiven a huge sum, and He fell down before the man he owed. Please, 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 I, I don't have it. I don't have it. Don't throw my family into prison. That's what they did in those days. Just give me a little more time. I, I beg you. And that man said, okay, I give you that extra space, that time. And he walked out of there, maybe in the hallway, and he saw a guy who owed him like a penny. You know what he did? Jesus said, Jesus said this. He clutched him by the throat. And he said, give me what you owe me right now. The other servants with that man saw this, and they were cut to the heart. They went and reported him to the boss. The boss called him and said, I forgave you so much. You couldn't do this for this man who owed you so little in comparison? He threw him into prison. God is saying, when we have received... See, we know the identity of the Father. We know His love. We know His power. We know how He's so gracious. We wouldn't be alive without Him. We have no heaven without Him. But He said, you received the grace. Now, especially on Father's Day, fathers must remember and recall how much God has forgiven us. For that matter, everyone here. And then say, Lord, can I not forgive those who owe me so little? Virtually nothing in comparison to what you forgave me. Truly, even if we have the most heinous thing that was done to us, we think, Lord, you don't know what happened to me. They treated me like dirt. Lord, they spat upon me and they cursed at me, Lord, and they robbed me, Lord. They, they maligned my name everywhere, Lord. And Lord, you see what they're doing? God said, I want you to forgive them. And we forget where we came from. And God says, remember how on the cross I forgave you. So there's a responsibility with the grace and love. It's our joy by the power of the Holy Spirit to say, Father, if this is who you are and I'm your child, shouldn't I be just like Daddy? If I don't understand that and I take it for granted, I'll be a spoiled brat. And I'll cause damage to the family. But if I always know, Lord, I don't deserve a thing. You see, it's one thing to cry before God. 
God wants to see action. He doesn't discount the tears. But the tears are valuable if there's a corresponding action. The Lord, because I've cried at your feet, now the names come to my mind. Who's done what to me? And right there, Lord, I forgive because I believe you. I believe you. I trust you, Lord. That you did this for me. And Lord, you've commanded me. I believe your commandments. Every time I obey you, Lord, there's a blessing for me too. But I'm motivated by your love. God is light, which also talks about holiness. Darkness is where evil abounds. People in the night do all kinds of things that they won't do in the daytime many times. Why? Undercover. The Bible says we're not children of the night. We're children of the light or the day. The apostle by the Spirit says, if you are children of the light, don't walk like children of the night. What way? Stealing, lying, blaspheming, being bitter, holding grudges. Those are creatures of the night. You're of the day. God is light and in Him there's no darkness at all. Again, can you say in your life, and in my life, can we say that? In my life, there's only light, no darkness. If we get thoughts from Satan, dreams from the devil, try to pull us back into that old mindset. He, he puts out little teasers, if you will, to see if it'll land. All we have to say is, get out Satan in Jesus' name. Don't even give it a thought. Then we can remain in the light. But if he brings the past up, and he brings our failures and he puts temptations and says, see, you fell before in your life, I'm going to bring it again, you're going to fall again. Unless I resist that, I won't be able to be in the light. But I have to remain in the light by refusing the darkness. God is light, and in him, there's no darkness at all. God is love, which means there's no bitterness. Aren't you glad God doesn't hold a grudge? You think about the worst thing you've done. Imagine if somebody did what you did to God to you. You know how long sometimes we would think of holding grudges? And yet God, in a single moment, He forgives. In a single moment, He completely changes His mind so that He can invite us into His arms. I don't know any love that's more powerful than that. But that's the kind of love God says, I've put inside of you. I want you to manifest that to everybody around you. If not, church is a waste of time. Reading the word is a waste of time. Even if I have faith that I can move a mountain and say, see, I spoke to this mountain and it moved. Everybody's thinking, wow, that's strong faith. If I don't have love, I'm nothing. So let the Father of love work in you, even as we continue the service and say, Father, this is who you are to me. Help me to be just like you. Help me to be just like you, Lord. I want to be in the light, Lord. Nothing devious. No hidden motives. No ulterior motives. No hidden agenda. Lord, let it be what people see is what they get. Let me be loving on the outside, loving on the inside. Lord, let me shun away evil things and embrace holy things on the outside, reflecting the inside. No double standard. God is light, the Father, and in Him, no darkness at all. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you. One God, one Father.
Through one Holy Spirit we have access. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Praise your holy name, Lord. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you've not held back your own dear son, the one and only son. Gave him up first of all, Lord. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. And praise you, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you. We are humbled, Lord, before you to know that you are so loving with people who don't deserve even the least bit of your mercies. And yet, Lord, you've made us your holy nation, a royal priesthood. We're a chosen people to show forth your praises, Lord. Oh, Father, you're the one who delivered us from darkness, from bondage, from slavery to habits that are destroying our dignity and humanity. Corruption everywhere. This cesspool, Lord. This sewer that we used to live in. You didn't say you made your bed now, lie in it. You had mercy, Lord. You pulled us out of that mess. Thank you, Jesus. We know what freedom is. Hallelujah. We know what love is. Real love. Hallelujah. We know what it means to walk in the light. Hallelujah. We know, Lord. Now we know. We know how to get a good night's sleep without foul thoughts and a defiled conscience. Oh, thank you, God. What price can a person pay to have a clean conscience purged by the blood of the Son? Hallelujah. Because the Father willed it. Hallelujah. Lo, it is written in the scroll, in the volume of the book, Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire, but a body hast thou prepared for me. Lord Jesus, you said, Lord, I come to do your will, O God. Oh, Father, it was your plan. You planned it, Father, and you followed through. I pray that you make us people who follow through on our promises to you. Every promise we've made to you, Jesus. Forgive us for breaking our vows, Lord. Forgive us for disobeying you, Lord. How can we ever be reconciled and have repentance if we don't confess the truth? Thank you, Lord. You hold us accountable because you want us to be in the light as you're in the light. I thank you that you love us, Lord, to forgive us because you want us to be loving, to reflect you. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Holy One, one God and Father of all, to whom be glory, honor, power forever and ever. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. Praise you, Lord.